Our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I mean, his shenanigans are cruel and tragic. Which makes them not shenanigans at all, really. Evil shenanigans. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. You mean shenanigans? No! Oh. You're about shenanigans, right? 1.5K views on a rap battle clip. 1,000. Nice. Well, I, uh, I did actually hit the button this time, so I'm going to say welcome to... Punk ass. And random heroes. Cheeky shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> um, it's a depressing day. Yeah, so we, we've had a couple of gear issues, uh, mostly around the camera. And uh, so... You know we- what? Maybe we should just try this and not feel bad about it. Maybe let's just start a GoFundMe thing for our podcast or for our camera. I'm already working on that. You what? Yeah. Seriously? Yes. An actual GoFundMe thing? Yes. Oh. Okay. Well, okay, not not a GoFundMe. Um it's a uh Patreon. Well, it's a Patreon. It's it's where you basically can offer people exclusive content or things in trade for them sponsoring you or you know, paying some kind of like a monthly or one-time fee. And uh, but they actually get stuff in return that way because I don't like asking for handouts. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't either. But I'm just saying, I'm just that's why I said and not try to feel bad about it. It might, <laughs> it would only be like a five hundred dollar limit, you know? I yeah. Mean, hmm. But all, all that to say, um, we we did get a camera. Um, Unicorn Sparkles, my lovely roommate Yvette, uh, actually got us a camera, and yours truly, always in. Uh, Always making sure I outdo myself with dumbassery. Uh, I didn't test it until Nick already showed up today to record, and it doesn't quite work the way that we need it to. So, let alone it's been maybe a week or so since we've had the camera. And he tested yeah. it out today. Well, I mean, Yvette was <laughs> using it, and I saw pictures and video from it, so I just I had checked to make sure there was an HDMI out, but it only works in playback mode. So. We we could just record a short video, but instead we figured we would just, since Nick was already here, we would just do an audio episode uh, because we really like podcasting. Yeah, and we really enjoy it, so help us get a camera so then you can see our sexy faces. <laughs> no, we're not going to beg for anything. <laughs> if we do get like a Patreon up and running or a Kickstarter or something, we'll definitely let everyone know, but so far we've been pretty like a mixture of like lucky and just hardworking that we've gotten this far and we just getting a little pushback occasionally so yeah i think it's time for a small break that's what i'm saying no i'm tired of this bullshit bad luck i've been having i'm tired of you bitching about it i want some fucking good luck to happen that's what i want i want some podcasting company to be like here sign with us and we'll help you out (laughs) is there such thing as a podcasting company like that well like you were saying it's like a pyramid thing right like Like kevin smith has smodcast and but then that's the name of the company and then they have all these different shows with different people that's and then like barstool sports is like a podcasting company that has different shows really yeah you didn't know that no, I mean, I, I love podcasting and I'm part of a couple of groups on Facebook that, you know, we talk about, you know, what gear you have, what programs you're using, all that other kind of weird shit. Um, but never really just sat down and looked at a whole bunch of connected podcasts before, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's how it works. Okay. Huh. We're independent right now. That's that's the way to go. We're underground. We're we're completely independent <laughs> yeah. and underground. Yeah. We're we're basically all alone and buried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um as I was I was as I was driving here today, okay? I was at an intersection. Well, I was going to the intersection going to make a left turn. I wasn't at a stop waiting for the light to turn green. Okay, okay? so I was cruising cuz the yield light was on and there was no cars coming so i was good to go (laughs) okay when i was making the left i had to swerve out of the way because apparently there was someone crossing and i didn't know this and they were black as well oh so i probably look racist but i'm not (laughs) he just ended up being a black guy but the only thing is i don't know if he had the right of way or not so it could be both ways he could have been an asshole for walking when he wasn't supposed to <laughs> you know that's funny um 
Well, first of all, I guess I'll have to try and weigh in on that. Um, no, you're still the asshole. Pedestrians always have the right of way, even when they're the assholes. No, I don't agree with that anymore. Just like with the whole tipping scheme, you know, the scam <laughs> with the whole tipping thing. Well, really quickly, I want to circle back around to your asshole point because I, I caught myself doing something really douchey this week where it's basically a situation where another guy was the asshole and then how I responded to it completely made me the asshole. <laughs> um, the parking situation here is very small. Oh, yeah. And uh, we have a new neighbor who um, he has a big truck, like probably late 50s, Is it like early a 60s. fucking redneck truck. It's a total redneck truck, but it looks like the one that a redneck just drove off his front lawn for like the first time in 10 years. Yeah. The whole bed of it is just full of garbage and it's all rusty and stuff and whatever. I'm, I'm not going to judge him about that, but he kept parking like over the line into my spot and I drive a truck too. <laughs> so like I've had to park other places. These are minor complaints, but well, dude, you're not, you're supposed to stay in your fucking cubby hole. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you should definitely at least be able to, if park. he has a shitty truck, you could always park really close so you can't get in, but you're going <laughs> to care about the paint thing rather than he probably would. Yeah. Like denting your car. Yeah. So I, well, and I'm just not a vindictive person, but like, I've almost left him a passive aggressive note once or twice. I <laughs> didn't do it. And then so the other day I had uh, I, I was sitting in the alleyway in my truck, uh, letting it warm up before I took off. And this guy pulled out and I'd never met the guy before. I've only seen his truck. And so he pulls up next to me and rolls down his window and motions for me to. So I roll down mine. and I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, hey, I'm new your new neighbor. And uh, the very first thing I can think of to say is, hey, man, you feel like parking in your own spot? <laughs> really? And then he just looked at me as if I had just, like, killed his puppy or something. And uh, he's like, okay. And then he starts getting ready to, like, drive on. And then I realized what I just done. I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm Jesse. And, like, he just drove off. So, hey, so first I, impressions don't mean everything. <laughs> I totally made myself the asshole on that one. Well, I feel like you know you're uh, justified on that though. Like you should know if everybody needs fucking room. Like he knows he's parking a little bit over the fucking. Line. Yeah, but there's no reason that should have been the first thing I said to him. <laughs> and uh, so then last night I ended up. Uh, did you get him, him? Did you get him a basket? No, but he, he drove by, and so I, I motioned for him, and I, I apologized. I was like, hey, man, that's not me. I, I don't know why that was the first thing I said, but it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> My bad. And he was just like, no, I understand. You know, I work late and whatever, whatever, too. So it's fine. But I just thought it was funny how he was 100% in the wrong, and yet I came out being <laughs> the one who had to fucking apologize. I was totally <laughs> waiting for you to be like, he responded with like, oh, hey, my name, blah, blah, blah. Get in there. Well, <laughs> I mean, that was probably closer to his accent. Yeah. You know, he, he definitely looked like he could have been an extra on Duck Dynasty, you know? <laughs> fucking, <laughs> look at this gun rack I just bought. <laughs> Come on, my new neighbor. Want to check out my guns? No. <laughs> want to help me clean them? They go off when you reach to a point of fucking... You rub it three <laughs> times and it'll auto-fire. <laughs> oh, man. Done that. I just I, a boy. I'm just going to... little feller. I'm just going to turn gay, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, we, we I feel like we've been building up to this for a couple of years now. It might as well, you know, because relationships just suck anymore. Do what you makes know you think a gay relationship would be any easier? I feel like if you're in a gay relationship, you don't have the whole, like, drama or the fucking, the arguing and all the fighting and all you, the fucking... Do you know any gay guys or girls in real life? Because... If you did, you would know instantly that I, no I've, drama is I've not... only known a few. I feel like all the problems that are like really small in a relationship, a regular one, like a straight one, doesn't really reflect the way of like being gay in a relationship. You know a, what I mean? a regular one? Yeah. You no, know? They, it absolutely is. I've known enough gay people who are in normal relationships to... Really? I don't think he'd get mad at me for keeping the toilet seat up in the bathroom. Okay, maybe not that. But <laughs> even if you do that, I'm sure that the biggest complaint was how terrible your aim is. <laughs> well, 
you know, maybe he can help me out and direct me in the right direction of showing me what the good aim is, you know? <laughs> All I'm saying is that the grass is not always greener. Just because gay guys don't have to deal with women <laughs> doesn't mean that there's no drama or arguments or whatever else. I'm just saying maybe they're not as crazy as women are when they get all like frantic and oh i gotta be justified with this so i'm gonna give you everything and throw everything in your face and yada 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 your Lindsay impression has gotten a little less complimentary <laughs> yeah because you know what where do you draw the line of how many times are you gonna try to be in a relationship with someone you know what i mean uh, I usually draw the line at once. Yeah, mine was like six or eight. You know, yeah. in the span of over six years of the, all the time I wasted just to fucking end it, it's just stupid. Yeah, but that's what happens, man. Really? Yeah. I don't think it happens to everybody. I figured I'd just give it a try fucking eight times and then fucking put all the feelings that I had aside of what I thought was right and wrong, and I didn't even know what was right and wrong anymore. I just went with what she said. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you were a cuck. Pretty much, yeah, it was. And then when I would stand up for myself or what I believed in or what I thought was wrong, it would just turn into like a whole hour fight, and I'd have to sit there for an hour and like discuss her why she's justified in doing whatever she was doing. You know? So, so were were these arguments where you were still trying to prove your point, or she was just trying to hammer home why you were wrong? I would try to prove my point, and then I just give up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the mic just tried to take a stage dive under me. Wow. Well, that, that got deep there a little bit, man. Uh, I feel for you. And I mean, if you guys haven't well, picked you know, up my context yet, it, yes, it, Nick is single again. It, fuck, it just bugs me. You know, you put on that time and effort and it just, and I don't know. Yeah. I'm still at the turning point trying to get over it all. You know what I mean? Of course. Of yeah. course. And the thing is like... the. You can't feel like it's a waste of time. That's the easiest thing to think about when you're no longer with someone that you've been with for that long. But it's the last thing you should be thinking of because now, next time, everything you've been through is going to inform you on how to react to the next girl or whatever. Or maybe this is just like the really big bad one you needed before you meet a girl. And this experience will help you not treat her like shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that you treated Lindsay like shit, but I mean... Whatever her complaints were, you now know how she felt about all that. Right. And that can help you with the next one. I just, I felt like, you know, like, she, I mean, it's like she's been like, you know, single for like so long or like throughout the year, she's done her thing like a certain way, right? Which is fine. But then it's like when you done that for so long and you're like in your mid 30s i feel like you don't know what relationship boundaries are anymore okay wait wait wait. what, what does that mean because now i'm picturing that she's <laughs> like, the type who just takes dumps with the bathroom door open or something no <laughs> meaning like you know it's always like if you're not like in a jealous relationship right it's always cool fine to have like you know, like a girlfriend or like a boyfriend that you know from years, which you've never had like any sexual contact with, with right? Like so a platonic friend? Yeah, sometimes, okay. right? But then like she would always like talk to like other guys and stuff like that. And it's like she or like with her baby's daddy, she would like she used to just like go to the movies with them. And and that happened to me in the beginning of our relationship. I'd be like, OK, well, I'll just let it slide for now. But then over the years, I got fed up with it, and it would always cause problems in the relationships. That was, like, the other issue. And I would always be like, do you know what relationship boundaries are? You know, it's just shit like that, I feel like. So so you would, you would, she would do something that frustrated you, and you would come at her and be like, do you know what relationship boundaries well, are? Well, it's, it's always like that, <laughs> that phrasing I see. You know, like, the girls are, like, going... It's always like a thing where they're like going through your Facebook friends and they're like, oh, well, I don't like her. Delete her. You know, I've never had anyone do that. Well, no, but there's there's <laughs> girls that are like that. Right. There's uh, guys like that, too. Sure. Well, that's what I'm saying. So when they do that and then you're like, oh, well, here, here's this guy. I don't think you should be friends with him. They're like, oh, well, you know, I've been friends with him for years. It's OK. You see what I'm saying? That's what it was like. That's the example I'm trying to give. All right. Well, I, I don't know how much more detail we should get into something that isn't 100% your story to tell. Oh, no. I'm telling the whole truth, dude. <laughs>
Um, I mean, I'll admit, you know, I'm not fucking perfect either. I probably did wrong. I'm just pointing out the facts that fucking started ruining it in the first place. So let's carry on. <laughs> I I just I I feel like <laughs> how do I want to say this? I, I feel like a counselor who yeah. just is listening to the story and laughing about it yeah. instead of like, oh, here's how I can help because sometimes. You know, one of the hardest lessons I ever had to learn was sometimes you just got to listen. Like, you can't always have advice for someone. or You can't always start right away and try to fix something. Sometimes people just need to bitch a little bit. That's what I needed to do. Yeah. Okay. Now you bitch to all of so our then, 30 and, followers. Yeah, and then <laughs> now I need to bitch about Ticketmaster, Master, but we'll do that later. So carry on with your little scrabbles that you've had during I, the week. <laughs> oh, I I told Nick before the show I had done a couple of stupid things this week that I wanted to talk about. Uh, one of them was the guy with the truck. Uh, the other one, I, I was having, or I was driving down the street, and as I was about to make a right into a parking lot where there's a coffee stand. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm looking up the road, and I'm about to make the turn, and I notice coming towards me, about to make a left into the same parking lot, is a motorcyclist. And my first thought was, oh, he better not beat me to the coffee stand. <laughs> and then I, I was like, wait a minute. He's on a fucking motorcycle. What would he be doing going through the drive-thru <laughs> at a coffee stand? Can't, can't, <laughs> you probably could. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, it but doesn't make any sense. If you're going to like go park after and drink it. but Yeah, but then like you still have to get off your bike to do it. like okay, He would have yeah, never I, been in front of me. I get your point. Now, now wait, this story has a twist because that was my point and that was my logic going, yeah, that there's no reason for that to happen. You're an idiot. I'm still an idiot. But the twist is I had told some friends that story on Wednesday and uh, they laughed a bit and then they came to see me at work yesterday mm-hmm. and one of them had a picture of a fucking motorcyclist in the drive-thru for a coffee stand. Really? And I have no idea what that guy was going to get. <laughs> but now I feel stupid for calling myself stupid. You know what I mean? Like It's, it's like an infinite <sighs> regression of stupidity there. Fucking motorcycles. <laughs> you know, that's another thing about motorcycles. They always have the right of way, too, just like pedestrians. Not always. I mean... You know what we should do? We should take the pedestrians and then the motorcyclists, and we should group them together and put them in the gas chamber. <laughs> Jesus. God damn. I thought you were going to say you? put them on an island somewhere. <laughs> where they can no. roam free. You know, I was thinking, like... I always try to think, like, of different weird shit. Like, you know, different dimensions. Like, in a different dimension world... What if like Adolf Hitler wasn't like a fucking asshole starting World War Two and he was like a principal at a school? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's always funny to think about shit like that. Like what if uh Donald Trump was the Adolf Hitler back then in World War Two? Or what if Donald Trump was a good president? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, what are the facts here? Well, what if he's like 50-50 good? You know what I mean? I feel like they gave uh Obama like 100% Fucking like, oh, he's a good president because he was black. That's the only thing I can think of. You know? <laughs> so you're basically uh, he, saying the same thing that one guy said on Twitter, that that was an <laughs> affirmative action presidency? He, he had the one fucking credit, <laughs> the black credit, and that's all he needed. <laughs> that's not all he needed. <laughs> all in he fact, needed. that might have been the thing working against him the most. <laughs> I, yeah, in the beginning, you know, with all the rednecks and stuff. Exactly. And Get him out of there. And those people fucking vote. That's the problem. You know what's fucked up? I'll be, I I was just joking because I don't get into politics because I don't vote for one. I'm not even registered. Yeah, to we've vote. been over this. Yeah, yeah, we've already been over it. So I You're mean, my my input or my vote's <laughs> really not going to change anything. Okay, it's all corrupted. So carry on. <laughs> no, I mean, if if you want to talk about this shit, I'm down because I I refuse to talk about it at work. I work in bars, so like, the last thing you ever want to talk about is fucking religion politics guns anything like that transsexuals that's a hard topic to get into depends on the bar (laughs) (laughs) yeah like bar mix it's not there anymore no it's not is it still a gay bar though there there isn't a gay bar in Everett anymore dude we can totally open one up you know how much money we'd make like ten (laughs) dollars no i mean obviously there's a market for it but I mean, I don't know. I, I think that we're moving to a time when maybe we don't need separate fucking gay bars anymore, you know? Yeah, I just, I wish, you know, like, 
Fuego or Sidekicks would have like a bubble machine, like Barmix did. A bubble machine? Yeah, they had a bubble machine in their. Uh, what, what is floor. a bubble machine? It's just like a bubble machine, dude. Bubbles would start fucking splashing out everywhere in the dance floor, dude. Be like, woo! Like blowing bubbles? No, like foam bubbles. Oh, like like um, almost like what you could like wrestle in or something like that. Yeah, it was like a weird machine. It was kind of like big and long, which is ironic. <laughs> at a, at a thing, and then all these bubbles would come out around it, but it was like a. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, Big Black Hawk, BBC. <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing I'm proud of that we don't do on this show or even in real life is that's what she said jokes. Which is funny that you say that because I've been binge watching The Office. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she said. And it's funny in that context. And, you know, there, but it, it's such a lazy joke. I mean, basically all that that's what she said is, is saying what you just said sounded dirty. I know. That's all that you're saying. I'm always on the bottom. That's what she said. <laughs> well, I, I like to try and challenge myself. So instead of just saying that's what she said, think of it hey. like family feud or something. We have come a long way with stop saying I feel likes and ands, I think, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten a lot better. I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like. Like. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this oh, is going oh, oh, oh. into. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> We have no money for you. Oh, 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 oh. Me bend over. <laughs> oh, me invite Grabthor to join. Oh, oh, oh. oh, your dick too small for me. Now I sound when did like Aaron a get in here? Asian woman. You got to keep your accent straight, man. You went from Neanderthal woman to Ching Chong Pao to that. Yep, and there we are. There we have it. Dude. <laughs> you know. Do you work Mondays? I really want to go no. to the fucking the stand up comedy thing and check it out. So yeah, I can get yeah. my you know. Yeah, I, I don't work Mondays. I'm gonna start working on fucking shitty relationship jokes now. That's what I'm gonna do. Well, I I've been I've still been working on jokes also. Um I, I'm really trying to get a good five minutes of brand new stuff to put together so that like you and maybe if Abby wants to come Check it out at least. Fucking slabby Abby. Slabby, flabby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um so I kind of wanted to talk about some uh some bar etiquette a little bit later, but I want to hear your other rant first. Okay, you want to hear my rant? And I just want to say let's preface this. Today's this is- kind of a a slightly more angsty episode than usual, not only because of our technological issues, but Nick's going through a breakup, <laughs> and I'm just freaking exhausted and had a rough night at work last night, so there'll be some more bitching coming up, but we're going to try and keep it funny. So I noticed, Take it away, Nick! I noticed that I saw Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle coming up to the Tacoma Dome. Number one, it's pretty shitty they're doing at the Tacoma Dome. I hate going to comedy shows when they're not like in a club setting or maybe just even a theater is okay, but like a whole fucking Tacoma Dome venue. It's just, it ruins the intimacy you have with the performer for me. I've never been to the Tacoma Dome. I've, I've driven I, I past it, never been. I've been there once. It was just for like a monster jam, I think. And Something. I've never seen stand-up comedy that wasn't amateur. Yeah, I've seen like the small sh- like club shows like uh, Bobby Lee and stuff like that. Yeah, I've never seen anyone yeah. like that live before. So I, um, I love watching it online, but I'm excited about this. So, so a couple of days before they say, hey, register for pre- pre-verified you know, fan sale so fans can get like a pre-sale first before the scammers like StubHub and the fucking little asshole scammers buy all the tickets and then reprice them for a fucking nig amount of $1,000 each. Exactly one thousand dollars each. Dude, almost Very specific. Almost when I fuck it, it's like the seats that I picked, they're gone, and then they're back online for like two hundred dollars more than what they originally priced. <laughs> it's like people are buying them and then hurrying up and selling them reversed at a different price. It's like a dick move. But you would know. <laughs> I, I do know. So I fucking registered. I got the code. I was like, here, be there ten minutes early in the waiting room, and then enter the code. I got there exactly 10 minutes before the 10 a.m. start date. And then it says, oh, there's 2,000 plus people fucking before you. And I'm just like, how the fuck is that even possible? I feel like there's some like uh, algorithm. Algorithm? Algorithm where like the scammers have fucking screwed Ticketmaster over. And they're just buying up all these tickets. So I finally get in. And then I finally start picking good seats. And then it keeps telling me, oh, someone beat you to it. And then it fucking make me reset and enter the stupid pre-sell code again. So I had to do all that, waste more time. 
and I go through picking more seats, and it keeps telling me the same fucking thing. And 45 minutes later, I finally get the okay seats that are still on the floor in the back. I pick three of them, because we're all three going. And then yeah. I've fucking actually made it for once. And then, and then, I put in all my credit card fucking data, and it says, sorry, blah, 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 nothing's working. And then I do it again and again, and then it fucking kicks me off. <laughs> so then I don't fucking have those tickets anymore, and I lose those. So then I have to go right back in and fucking again and do the whole same thing. Now the story ends if we have fucking shitty fucking spots because Ticketmaster are a bunch of little fuck faces and their fucking <laughs> system sucks. And there's scam artists with their stupid $19 service fees that fucking they're just... Per ticket? Yeah. Jeez. Even fucking... I was listening to a po- comedian podcast. They're fucking even bitching about it. How like they have to use Ticketmaster, but... They don't get any part of the service fees or anything. Ticketmaster gets all that. And yeah, and what is a service fee? That, You're basically exactly. charging people for you to do your only job. Yeah, that, there's just it's just a way for them to fucking make money. They don't do anything extra. Yeah, shouldn't the service fee just be built into the it's actual like, cost it's of like the ticket? We don't even print them out anymore. Like, there's we don't even print tickets out anymore. Right. It's, it's usually on your fucking phone now. Literally doesn't even cost them the price of a piece of paper. No, so... I think there's going to be a time where we're going to fucking cut out Ticketmaster. Well, there are a bunch of other ticket services now that have gotten a bigger chunk of, you know, shows and stuff like um, uh, brown paper tickets and stuff like that. Well, and then like the other ones that are scam artists too, like StubHub and all those other ones. (laughs) But uh, the only thing is when we go to that show, we can't bring our phones in. It says that right there. We can't bring them in. Yeah. If... It says to leave them in your car. If you do bring them in, you have to like put them in a bag and they keep it. And then if you get caught with your phone, they kick you out. Yep, Yvette was telling me the same yeah. thing because she was reading up on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that that's that's whatever. I get it. They want people there, yeah, I, to enjoy the and show and not record their shit. Which I I get that, but I'm just like, what? If, I feel like you should still have your phone just in case something you know happens. You know what I mean? But Back I in guess the that, day, that was never I know. an option. Yeah. It's just, I agree, and then I just disagree, but I'm more of like, I'm like at a 70, 70, 30, you know? Think of it this way. You have to turn off your phone for longer than that to take a flight to fucking Los Angeles. Like, you're not missing out on anything super major. It's all right. I'm going to bring my small GoPro and record the whole show. Don't say I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but we are. Um, once we go see that, we're going to get in the car and drive straight home after that show. And we're going to all three talk about it because I've wanted to see Dave Chappelle my whole life. I love he's my number one favorite stand up comedian. Plus Joe Rogan. And dude, on top of that, Joe Rogan is someone that I didn't warm up to at first. I didn't like that. He replaced Adam Carolla on the man show. I didn't like that. Um, I just, I, I wasn't a big fan of his earlier standup, but like after discovering his podcast and his later stuff, I, I'm, I'm going to be excited to see that one too. Did you ever see the, it's like 10, it's like fucking really old, but there's a video with him on YouTube calling out, uh, Carlos Mencia about stealing his jokes and shit. It's so good. And like, what's fun to watch is like at the beginning, everyone's siding with Carlos kind of booing Joe for disrupting his set and all that. Right. But by the time people let Joe speak, they're like booing Carlos. And it then, was amazing. Right. But like, like I think after that, Carlos kind of like disappeared for a while. I see him every now and then pop up on YouTube. I think he's, he's doing like small clubs again. Yeah. I think he's trying to come back, but I don't, it's gotta be hard to come back from that. Yeah. And I mean, any successful comedian is going to occasionally be accused of joke stealing, but right. I mean, you you can't always not refer to something that someone else hasn't already talked about. True, but in the case of two specifically, or three rather, Carlos Mencia, um, Dane Cook, and Amy Schumer have all been caught with almost like verbatim joke steals that were pre-recorded by other comedians mm-hmm. well beforehand. And there are people who are known to have scouts, and Carlos went, was so bold as to admit to it and say, everyone does it, no big deal. Like, dude, even if everyone it does is, do it, you don't it, say that. It is a big deal. <laughs> it's like I get inspiration from like listening to stand-up comedy, right? Yeah. I hear like an idea they're doing. I'm like, oh, shit, I want to do something about it. Like, write a fucking joke about it. But then I'm like, oh, well, then I don't want to joke steal. It's like, how do you get away from 
taking what idea they had or the subject and not stealing it from them. You know what I mean? Well, I, I think it's, I, I mean, it happens all the time. If you hear a song as a musician that you want to do something in the style of, you could write a song that has completely different chords and music and time signatures, but is still inspired by, or, you know, kind of similar to another song. Yeah. So the same with jokes. If someone talks about a premise, you never would have thought of, but you have your own punchlines for it, or if you have a similar kind of punchline idea, but you have an entirely new premise for it, you know, those are ways that you, you're not, you're not stealing anymore. As long as you're actively trying to make it unique, you can be inspired by something without plagiarizing it. You know what I mean? It's when it becomes a verbatim, like you say it with the same wording, the same. It's like, you just say the same exact fucking bit they did. Just change a couple words out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's the writing your name on someone else's homework thing, as opposed to, I mean, inspiration that there, there, there has to be leeway for, topics and stuff like that because so much has already been done nobody's a hundred percent unique you know yeah. what i mean but then again as you write more comedy it's the moments when you're inspired by something in real life that i think that the jokes work the best you know like real life moments like i'm definitely going to be writing jokes about me thinking a motorcyclist would be <laughs> mine for the coffee yeah you, you bet your ass i'm going to be writing on that because it, it's just what I like about calling yourself an idiot now and then is it just, it helps you back down the hubris. It helps you be less. Vagina hubris? Less having a giant head you know, <laughs> about things. You know, if I, if I start to feel like things have been going a little bit too well, either the universe is going to put me in check or sometimes you just have to laugh. At you, yourself, you know what you I, know? like I noticed <laughs> recently what I'll do, like if I'm trying to like go into fast food to get something quick to eat really quick. I know no. I'm in the left turn lane, right? But then I have to wait for all these other cars to go through. I'm like, fucking motherfucker cars. You better not take a fucking right into the fucking drive-thru. <laughs> I was here first. And then like three or four cars turn in there and I have to wait. I'm like, motherfucker. And then you start thinking, okay, if I hadn't just said that out loud, would they have just kept driving <laughs> straight? Like, do you ever feel like everything in the world around you is happening only as a reaction to you? Like other people don't exist when you're not around them. And that everything happens like if someone cuts you off, it's because he was actively against you or something, you know, like, uh, I no, I, I don't no. know. I guess I just believe in whenever you have a shitty part of the year, I feel like it just happens the same time every year. So summer is when you become fucking Eeyore every year. Yep. Yeah. It, it happens well, every good. year, every summertime. <laughs> Every fucking summertime. Most people find that the winter months are a little bit worse because we have sun for a few yeah, weeks well, up here. Yeah, well, apparently life just wants to give me shitty summers, so that's what's happening. But poor little Nick. Do we need to take you to the water slides? No, I want to fucking go to Deja Vu. That's where I want to go. <laughs> you know, Abby's been uh, still trying to get me to come down so that we can like go see her at work down in Oregon. And then she wants to get a couple of her friends from the club to like come back and meet us and do a show. Let's do that. I mean, that sounds awesome, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> Probably wouldn't have to pay for a lab dance. I just get some freebies. There you go. Yeah. But I mean, I've got some other friends and people I want to visit down there, and I love Oregon, but like, that would be fun to go down there and do a whole show after. She doesn't like, live down there, though, right? No, no. She commutes from up here and like spends the weekend down there while she's working at the clubs. Oh, wow. And then she has her normal nine-to-five kind of job up here. Yeah. Like for for all the craziness that girl has surrounding her, like she, she works hard. And the funny thing is, like all the women in my life, like so Abby's a good friend, Yvette's one of my best friends, Sky's one of my best friends. You know, Barbie's well, up there. I feel They're, like Yvette's Stephanie, a good friend too. What? I feel like Yvette's my good friend too. Yeah, yeah. But like all these all these women that are in my life as friends, you know, Stephanie, Brie, all these other people, um, that they, they're all you know, strong women. They're all, they, they all bust their ass. Yvette sometimes will work for like 13 days straight with no women really do have off. a lot more like motivation and energy than us men do. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Much. Yeah. Because women are motivated for motivation's sake and men are motivated by women. <laughs> that, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> that's the only reason all these like skyscrapers have existed since before, you know, civil rights and all that and uh, equal rights for women 
All, all that stuff only existed to attract women. It, it, they honestly, they well now these days, you know, but back in the Western days, they didn't really have shit for any power because there was no rules or laws about hitting women or in certain societies they had a little bit like in viking culture women tended to be more equals and stuff but in general well like over here though when it was like the whole cowboys and indians west they had they had to do whatever they said but i feel like now they could have a lot more power if they wanted because they're the ones with the vagina (laughs) well i I mean unless you you like popping dudes assholes you're going straight (laughs) for the vagina because that's what you want well, and what what I, I, in my opinion, that it could go two ways. I mean, yes, they could be trying to, that's what she said. you know, use that for power, but I don't think that's what they're doing. I think they're trying to eliminate the power attached to that so that we can truly be equal. Well, I was, I was thinking about this, like, okay, I'm going through a recent breakup, right? I mean, I could probably, if I really wanted to. I could probably just go get a rebound somewhere, like a quick one. Yeah, right? rub it in, man. Rub well, it no, in. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm a guy, and I have to start over, and I have to like, you know, I don't like, like having to go out. I don't, I don't know. I don't like doing the online thing either. I don't like doing Tinder. Yeah. Or all the couple websites. I stay away from that. Cause it takes the, you know, the personal aspect of like trying to fucking talk to someone or being all nervous about it. It's you, impossible. You, you lose that just by making a fucking profile and being like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Well, hey. and getting to know someone exclusively through text is usually a huge detriment to your in-person relationship. Like yeah. I've tried online dating many times and I've ended up dating a few people from there, but like, I, I think that things would always go better if you just got to meet the person yeah. in you know in life first. I mean, I have two, and you know, I would always take a risk because the pictures on the profile would only be like the face up. You know what I mean? I I don't. It's not that I don't like bigger chicks. Okay, I'm just I'm a skinnier guy, and I feel like I fit the more, you know. <laughs> Not fat chick criteria. <laughs> so God damn. So <laughs> anyways, I was just thinking I'm a guy. I have to try to work to gain somebody's trust or try to work my way in there. If I was even say like just an overweight girl, I could still get laid in an instant if I wanted to just because I have a vagina and that's what every guy wants. Oh yeah. I've made that point many times. Yeah. It's yeah. just, I feel like it's unfair, you know? Well, it's a little unfair. Yeah, but life's not fair. It is not fair. And it totally is. Even though fair. women are equal, not all of our equalities are in the same departments. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's there's never going to, I won't say never, but right now, the strongest man would always be way stronger than the strongest woman. You know, if you put a male. Well, physically. In a, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. There are differences, but I don't think those differences make us unequal. Yeah. But it's, it's, ridiculous to try and pretend that there aren't differences you know um and like we were having this conversation at the bar the other day watching american ninja warrior have you seen that show yeah no it's great and um you know the the courses are insane even for guys and then on this one episode they were having women run the exact same course as the men which i was all for and i was thoroughly entertained by it. and there were some badass women who you know got through um and there's just as many guys that fail at it. So this guy at the bar was saying, oh, that's not right. They should make the course different for women. And I was like, well, why? Because women are making it through this course. And I'm sure they don't want to be treated differently. This is American Ninja Warrior. It's not, yeah. it's not like a, they're not training for the fire department or something like that. And uh, he just kept arguing. He couldn't, he couldn't get past the fact that he thought that women needed... A handicap, if you will, to to compete on the same level. I don't think they there's no way. need there, it. There's a fucking girl that could probably kick my ass truly on that fucking thing. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I I know a lot of women just in my regular life that could probably beat me in arm wrestling and shit. Like it, it's ridiculous to pretend that you're always going to be physically superior to every woman you meet, but it's also ridiculous to. De- to pretend that men aren't in general a lot stronger than yeah, women. Yeah. They, they just are. It, it, I, you know, when you're in a relationship, sometimes you do, you know, you do like to fuck around and like wrestle around with each other. Right. Yeah. I always hate I it. I, well, you know, it, I always hated doing that because 
I wouldn't do it on purpose. It would either be like a spot they got me at or they're like tickling my sides or something because they like to do that for some fucking reason. And like my, you giggle so cutely. <laughs> I know. And then my elbows will just magically oh, flinch fuck. and I elbow them in the face and I'm like, see, this is why I don't like fucking around like this. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they, they know that that's not intentional. It's it's not like you were hitting them out well, of anger. You could have a crazy moment and be like, oh, I'm calling the cops. You hit me in the face. That, that would be how I get taken down. I, I, know. I know it. I'd be getting tickled or something or they'd throw corduroy on me and I'd be freaking out. And, uh, I've noticed like in this last relationship, if something, if I'm really like upset about something, I noticed like my, my like brain clicks off of the, like, I don't like, I give a shit mode. And then like that, I don't give a shit mode kicks in. Mm-hmm. And then like, no matter what she like threatened or what she said, I was like, I don't fucking give a shit. Do it. Or if she was like, I'm going to call the cops. I'd be like, well, fucking go ahead. Let's get them here. It's weird how. Your mind can change like that. I don't know if that ever happens to you. I don't. I get that way. Obviously, I found out about myself. But <laughs> well, I you know I I don't think that I've ever been in a relationship where that's happened because none of mine lasts that long. But <laughs> at the bar, I'll see it all the time. It's where, been multiple for me. It's not even like you know. But like at the bar, I'll see it many times. Where there's this one particular guy I remember. He was an older guy, and every time he'd come in the bar. I would end up like having to end up calling the cops on him or something like he he would just there'd be a switch that would flip and he'd become shitty to everybody. And eventually I'd ask him to leave. He'd refuse. And then you have to say, okay, well, now you're legally trespassing. I'm going to call the cops and yeah. And he'd stand there and be like, yeah, go for it. I'm waiting. And he'd watch. And then if you do it, it's just like a child. You know what I mean? Where you're like, I'm telling mom. And they're like, go ahead. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's the exact same thing you're talking about. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, I'm literally talking to them on the phone, describing you and giving your name to them. That would be You're not me. calling my bluff. I'm not bluffing. I'm doing yeah. it. <laughs> I remember you were working at Sidekicks. I forgot why. Uh, I think I was visiting there on my way to work. We were t- I think we were like starting the podcast and we were like talking about what we wanted to do back yeah. then. Um, and then there's this chick that came and sat up to the bar with like her guy friend and she was like, she talked, she came to me and she's like, Hey, can I use your phone real quick? I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, well, that's really just random to ask a stranger. Right. And the guys, the guys like, don't do it, dude. And I was like, well, you know, maybe this can turn into a fun story later. <sighs> so anyways, I'm like, she's like, I just need to text somebody. And she's like, I'll just, I'll block the number when I'm done. I'm like, well, there's another red flag. I was like, yeah. fu- I was like, fuck it here. So I gave her my phone. And then she's like, okay, thanks. And I like, I get it back and I start, I look at the message she wrote and it was something and like, I know you were with that fucking bitch and blah, 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 blah. I just saw you drive by. I'm like, oh shit, dude, I'm blocking this number. And I think some other numbers try to call me after that. And I'm like, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she, she was there with a guy. I think she, it was like her friend. Like the, it didn't seem like romantic or like they were cheating. Yeah, but she had a friend there, and she still came to you to try and get your because phone because he wasn't. He wouldn't let her use his phone. Right, yeah, and then I was like, "All right." And what she wanted to use the phone for was to text someone. I think maybe her boyfriend or maybe the guy she was seeing or having an affair <laughs> with. Dude, that's what I found out, and it's like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I haven't given out my phone to anyone in a long time. I Just, learned my lesson on that. I won't do that again. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You, you never know what they're going to do with it. And even if you get a good, like Sprint, I get a new iPhone pretty much every year just on that plan that I'm on. But it's still a you know a $1,200 piece of hardware you're holding in your hand, too. Isn't you know? it crazy how much we spend on our fucking cell phones? Yeah. You know, so this is fun. like nine hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. we we only get it because they give us a monthly plan to do it, right? <laughs> and um, shit, shit, shit. Well, damn it, he lost his train of thought. So, anyways, as I was saying, as I walk in there, Jesse's around, and I end up seeing him kiss his own brother, <laughs> and then they end up making out in the corner. And I think he was blacked out because I don't think he realized who he was fucking kissing. I think he thought he it was some fucking magical fucking hot model. All right, are for you some done? Reason. And then all of a sudden, I see him take his pants off, and his brother's like, "Oh, all right." And his brother gets down on his knees. And his brother starts sucking Jesse's dick, and I swear to God, Jesse's like, "Oh, look at me, everybody! Look at me!" 
And they ended up in the bedroom, and then no one doesn't know what happened after that. So did you think about what you needed to say? I was just, I, I was wondering how far you were going to take that one. <laughs> Normally, when I, you, you have this facial expression that comes on your face when you're about to start fucking with me like that. I saw it, but normally it ends after like two sentences. Um, no, I wanted to take a minute to bitch about the lack of etiquette that I'm noticing more and more in bars. Um, oh, yeah, bar etiquette. Bar yeah. Etiquette. Uh, we've talked about tipping enough that I'm not going to mention that. I think um, we're done with tipping. Yeah. Everyone knows where I stand. Yeah, I'm not talking about <laughs> tipping, though. But there are things that seem like they should be common sense or easy to figure out that apparently people just don't have a grasp on. So I want to talk about a few things that happened to me last night at work in the hopes that you guys listening will be better bar patrons because some of this shit fucking sucks. All right, guys. Bar Etiquette 101. Here we Boom. go. Boom. Class is in session. Um, so first of all, when you step up to the bar, know to, what you want. To order a drink? Yes. Okay. Know what you want. You you may you may <laughs> I know that's how you walk. Um, let me see. Yeah. Can I get a uh, what's your specials today? Right. If, if you if you want to ask me to recommend a good fruit fruit drink to make or whatever, that's one thing. But if you if you wait well if in a bar that's three deep, and by the time you get to the bar, you don't know what you want. All you're doing is holding up shit. The line. Now. You yeah. should go in the back of the line. And so what I start doing is I start skipping you. Really? Are you yeah. like next? Well, like you just said, if someone recommend, like if they wanted you to recommend a drink, they need to decide before they ask it, that's what they're going to take, no matter what you say. Exactly. Yeah. And and what I do is when they ask me for that, I'll ask them, okay, what kind of flavors do you like? And I'll get some more info and then I'll make them something and that's what they get. But if you step up to the bar or you've reached the bar after being in line, know what the fuck you want. And step two, <laughs> if you're getting more than one drink... Order them at the same time. Do not order one, watch me make it, and then say, let me get another one. Or let me also get this. Don't do that. It's fucking annoying, and it's just going to double up the amount of time it takes. So, me. like, order the drink before you finish yours? No, no, no. So, so for example, if you're out with me and Aaron, okay. and it's your turn to That's buy a round. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so you go up to the bar, and you go, okay, can I get a Bud Light? And then the bartender goes and gets it, uh -huh. brings it back, and then you go... And, then, and can I get a okay. rum and coke? Yeah. And then I go and do that. And then you go, oh, can I get another one? Gotcha. All right. That shit's fucking annoying. Order, you know, can I get a Bud Light and two rum and cokes, please? That's it. It's super easy. And it lets me be efficient at my job and keep the line moving faster. Now, is this where the, uh, the, 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 the like tipping comes in? If you hold your, uh, your opinionated self at the bar and you make the drinks, even though you didn't, you're irritated. I, I always do that. There, there's there was one moment I lost my cool last night, but in general, I'm still going to make you shit. Uh -huh. But by the second time you've added a drink after I've completed your order, gonna spit I'm going to no, but I'm going to start <laughs> looking at you super annoyed and be like, all right, is there anything else? Yeah. And then I wait. And then if they say, no, that's it, then that's it. That's all you're getting. Even if you say, oh, can I get one more? I'm like, no, I asked you. That's it. I don't like I don't go to bars a lot. And I always like. I don't know if I get nervous or I, I'm just like totally unaware of like, say the bar is packed. Okay. I don't know where to go to order a drink. Yeah. To be honest with you. So I'm just like standing there and then I have to like, I don't know. Do you like wave them down or I don't want to be like a dick being like, Hey, look well, at me. My thing is I, I do my best to go in the order that I see people approach the bar. Well, there because there's be always line. people like sitting, you know what yeah. I mean? But then it gets packed and then I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I'm supposed to squeeze in between somebody that's right. Well, in one of the cl the other club I work at, um, they don't have seating when it's like dance time, you know, uh -huh. when the DJ's there. So there will be people standing at the bar all the way down. So it's impossible to keep a cohesive line going and say like, look, everyone order your drinks here. They're not going to do it. They're not going to listen. So what you have to do is just do your best to see, okay, this guy walked up right after this person, so they're next. And then number three thing, if I or another bartender comes up to you and says, what do you want? You're next. That, that's your turn. If you then say, oh, this person was next, I will either go to them and skip you for two to three people because you interrupted what I was doing. Yeah. Or I will simply stay on you and I will tell you it is your turn order what you want. And I had to tell this lady that, um, I, I had approached someone 
and I like asked for mid, her drink order. Thirties, forties, twenties. Both both women waiting were probably in their mid forties. Okay. Um, and I I noticed one that had been waiting there for a while, and if this other lady was before her, I certainly didn't see her. Didn't mean to like skip her, but I had already picked out the next person. So I went up and asked her what she wanted, and this other lady goes, "Excuse me, I was here first. I'm next." And I now, turned to her. Now is she wrong for doing that though? Here's the thing. She is wrong for doing that if I've, unless I've been skipping her for like five straight minutes or yeah. 10 straight minutes, then get snippy. The, at most, she would have been the next person. At most. Like, right. She I, would have been next. I feel like, like I know she was snippy, but yeah. I feel like you would think the same way regardless of how she was going to say it. Maybe even but though she was trying to make a point that she wait. Well, I'm just saying the the but. thing is like because I wouldn't want to say anything because I wouldn't want to be rude. Rude, even though I got screwed over, I'd be like, okay, I'm right. Wait. But yeah. I'm not screwing you over for more than the next order. And what I do is I always, when I approach someone, I always say, okay, you're next. What can I get you? Mm. And I tell people what the cue is. So I had pointed to this lady and said, you're next. What can I get you? She goes, no, I'm next. I was here first. So I turned to her and I pointed and I said, lady, whoever I say is next is next. Whoa, bringing up the guns. And then, and then I was like, but since you've already got my attention, what can I get you? And I served her like three more times that night. Yeah. Right? Did but she like, dip you? I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. You don't look. That's right. Yeah, you I don't, I don't look until the end. And uh, even if she didn't, I don't really care. There's a lot of people there that don't tip. And really, I'm just not talking about tips today. This is yeah, all shit. Right. No outside tipping. of no tips. cow tipping today. So, I mean, and yeah, there, there's there's an argument for her being somewhat in the right to say that. But yeah. I get tired of it because people try to say that to me all the time. All night long, I have people trying to say that. And in this case, I didn't think she was in the right. So I, I sniffed at her. I felt bad about it, but it also felt kind of good, you know, to finally <laughs> just tell one person what I really thought, you know? I, I get that way sometimes, and it does feel good to finally... Well, I, I guess I snap, because, like, <laughs> I can't hold it in for so long. Yeah. But, uh, how long how long have we, have we been on? Because um, I forgot... I'm a, watching the time. Uh, there's this thing I wanted to do, okay? All right, well, I, I want to bring up one last point that okay. I need to get out okay, for this, this etiquette. Okay. So the last point I want to say for this is... When you come to the bar and order your drink, make sure that you have your payment ready, whether it's a card or cash. I can't tell you how many people came up to the bar, especially last night, and would order five, six drinks. And then when I had completed them all, told them the price, then the person goes, okay, let me go get my card. Like out of their pocket? No, like across the bar. And meanwhile, I've got a line three deep across the whole bar. And I've already put this guy's order together and put it in the computer. So I'm now stuck right. until this guy gets across the bar and then comes all the way back. That's pretty shitty. It's annoying as fuck. Let me, let me put a situation in here for you because yeah. I want to know what happens. Okay, Say I did that, right? Your drink's already made and you tell me the price and I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, I don't have my wallet. Okay, I got to go to my car. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and, yeah. then I, and then I come back. I'm like, dude, I forgot my wallet. What do you do with that drink? Do you have to pour it out? Do you have to waste that? Well, I would definitely pull it off the bar. I'd what I'd probably do is try to sell individual drinks. Like if someone, let's say I made you two vodka crayons and a beer. Yeah. Let's say, and then you you do that, and I pull those drinks back. Then the next person who orders a vodka crayon, as long as it's within you know five minutes mm-hmm. or so, I'll just hand them one, and right. that's it. Now I always wonder if people like do that like unintentionally like not doing it on purpose i don't know if they'll be like oh well here's a freebie yeah you, you know yeah. what i mean i don't know it's it's at your discretion if if you if you were drinking and paying cash for a couple rounds and then you ordered one more and realized suddenly you didn't have it uh-huh. i'd probably be a lot more inclined to just let you finish it anyway um but it's the it's the actual hubris of walking up and just having so little respect for what I have to do and the other people in the bar that your payment's not ready or you don't have it all together. Like stop being such a douchebag. You're not going to have to wait so long for drinks. If all of you commit to being better at ordering them, you know what I mean? It's, and and it's super easy. If you think about this shit for one second, it makes no sense not to do it. Does not. And there's people, there was one guy, he, he ordered a couple of like double shots of Hennessy, which is pretty expensive. So his tab was like $40 for two double shots. Fuck. And I tell him that, and it takes me 10 minutes to get him to understand that his order is already complete. Yeah. 
And then he starts digging around in his pockets and he's looking through his wallet, taking his time. And this is a last call when everyone wants a fucking last round. He's taking his time, wallet back in the pants, checks the pockets, wallet back out. Finally, he pulls out a bill and hands it to me. But like all his other bills were like little $1 bills that were crinkled and (laughs) stuff like loose in his pocket. I'm like, you've been standing here for this fucking long and you couldn't have been more prepared than this. It, 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 an order that could have taken me two minutes took me about 10 and that's what happened. That's how lines stack up at bars, but I guess it's one of the downfalls rant over. I okay. just wanted to get that out so that anyone listening next week, I'll if be you follow those rules, you're going to get amazing service from your bartenders. Bar etiquette 102 next week. Yeah. Okay. When we talk about when you can use the glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> I came up with this idea. Okay. It's a fun game idea. Okay. I'm going to picture you and tell you a scene that we're both going to be a part of, okay? Uh, like, like, say we're going in for, like, an audition for, like, a part of a commercial or, like, a movie. Okay. I'm going to paint a scene, give you a description of it, and then I'm going to be that one actor, and then I'm not going to tell you, like, exactly what it is because I want you to try to act and have your reaction to the scene I'm trying to tell you. Okay, so what do you need me to do? So you're gonna you're gonna play the uh, okay. Here, I'm just gonna picture you the scene I okay. thought of. Okay, all right. It's uh, let's see. We I I'm a hot sexy girl. Okay. Okay. And I have like fake boobs. Let's say like I'm an eight out of a ten. Okay. Uh huh. And we've been on two dates already, sure. but we have not fooled around yet. We've done some making out, maybe some booby rubbing. Okay. <laughs> That's about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now we're on our. So I'm stuck at second base. Yeah. Got stu- it. So now it's the end of our third date, and we're on your couch watching Netflix. Okay. Uh-huh. And so now you're about to finally make the move to third base. Okay. But uh-huh. now I'm going to be the chick and say my lines, and I want to see what your reaction's going to be. All right. Okay. So we're making out, and I'm trying to it's, steal third. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Now I got to get my steam on. <clears throat> okay. Ready? <laughs> oh, hold on. Jesse? Yeah. There's something I need to tell you. Yeah. Before we move any further, I you need have to, a penis. I have a penis. <laughs> I knew it. I don't know how you feel about this, even though it's our third date. I just didn't want you to be surprised when you try to put your hand down my pants. <laughs> I feel like we've had a good connection. And I don't want to ruin our relationship, but I need to know how you feel about this before this goes any further. <laughs> um, well, you need um, to know that this is harder for me than it is for you to tell you this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty hard right now. <laughs> 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 I feel like. No, I feel like that's a fun game we can do every time, but just like a different scenario. But you know, that's what I'm going. So, well, it, it's not always going to be like the scene is like I'm like if you're acting like my boss, and you're like, come in here, Jesse, and sit down. Yeah, no, it's now, before we get started on this interview. It'll I just be, need you to know that it, I have a penis. <laughs> it'll it'll be different from that. I just wanted to start it off with that. Because I was trying to hope and you'd be like, oh, no, fuck this. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, you, you can't phase me with that kind of talk. I, I've hung out with you for far too long. I mean, I was as soon as you said that you were a hot blonde chick, I was like, with a penis. <laughs> that's definitely where this is going. I think that's our connection that everyone talks about. Like, we already know what we're going to say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck, right, I dude. wish we had a video camera, but... Yeah. We will have one in the next episode. I, I mean, yeah, if yeah. I, we're we're gonna sort this. If out. our if our uh, if our Kickstarter doesn't work, well, I guess <laughs> I'll try to figure out a way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we've been going for it's about an hour now, so probably uh, a good time to wrap. Before this we one go, up. I should have did it in the beginning. I want to do it now, though. I just wanted to yeah. give a quick shout out to the guy that took the pictures and stuff for us. When we had our show, um, oh yeah, we haven't even spoken about this. I show. don't know his real name, but oh, I know yeah, his Facebook. Instagram. Um, his Instagram name is like Halo Sucks. No, that's totally not it. I was just making a joke, but it's, it's Halo, like Halo Sun. It's 
H A L O S U N X. So Halo Suns, something like that. But he took really good pictures, and I told him I'd give him a shout out because I posted the pictures that he took of us, and he asked if I can give him some credit, which is due because he did it for free, and they're pretty fucking awesome. So I just wanted to say that, and thanks for yeah. He also taking works the at uh, Uber Beat Studios where we do our live practices. Yeah, I think he's in the band too. I saw some pictures of him jamming out, but. I, w- I would hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if you work at a studio like that, yeah, you, you kind of hope that, <laughs> man, now, now I got to find him real quick because I do want to yeah. give that guy a real shout out. I uh, I did. He did add me on Facebook, too. I want to think his name is Justin, but I don't I think that's true. my recent friend. I don't think that's it. You have recent friends? No, I just want to find my most recent friends. I can probably find it faster than you. Want to know why? Because you have no friends? I keep my friends to limited to people who I do know personally, I not just Facebook fake friends. <laughs> yeah, I keep Dude, my Facebook tight. I know every person on do my Facebook Do you really in know real everybody life? in real life? Yes, like, no, every I, single person. It's like when fucking people say they have 800 friends. I know every single one of them personally. Yeah, and occasionally I would catch myself adding someone that I met out like one night and never spoke to again, and I'll remove them too because that doesn't really count. I I keep only people on here that I don't have to see you all the time, but I've I've known you in real life for an amount of time. Okay, all right. I just I try to wean out those one people that who, who just try to get as many Facebook friends as they do possible. Yeah, that's not me. I think that's more of our drummer, Ron. Yeah, fucking Ron, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking talk about fucking attention whore, dude. Jesus. Right. Fucking, I bet if he shaved his beer off, dude, no one would want to fucking talk to him anymore. It's <laughs> the only thing he's got going for him is his fucking beard. Oh, that's not true. I know, it's not true. He has a pretty good first name. What, fucking <laughs> gay Ron? Gay Ron with the beard? Just Ron. Just, Just Ron. Ron. Why can I not uh, find this guy? It is a, uh, it is a, uh, I don't know. We're dragging this out. No, uh, just, just, just bear say it. something, man. Just fucking say something. Okay, I'll say something. If there's uh, any women out there that want to try to, you know, just have like a one nighter, or just go out <laughs> for a drink, maybe. You gonna advertise? I, I'm fucking. I'm down with the clown. You know, insane clown posse. If you like them, we can just drive around, listen to the Insane Clown Posse if you want. Maybe uh, get some Zimas. Talk about how the future is going to be in the next 20 years. Maybe the world will be ending. Who knows? Maybe a Terminator finally come true. Maybe fucking I'll decide to be a transgender. Who knows? You know what I mean? The world is your oyster, my friend. It's a big oyster. And you know what else looks like oysters? What? Vaginas. Oh, no. I was gonna say snot rockets, but Ooh. Oh, are you counting the shell for yeah, the oysters? I was You're counting gross. the shell. All right, dude. So uh yeah, sorry, bud. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look you up and we're gonna give you a double shout out next week. Double double. Double your trouble. Thanks. Um really quickly though, that we did a good job of the show, I thought. It is. It, it was a really good show. <laughs> it's weird. I mean, I don't know. I guess that depending on who the guest is, I gotta try to be like this because Sometimes I can't read how the guest is, and then I don't want to piss them off, and then they leave. No, I meant the show the, well, that yeah. our band played. Oh, that show, not yeah. this show. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a pretty good show, and I'm excited to play it again. <laughs> I feel like, though, the next show is going to be, like, it was good that we did charity, Yeah. but then now we can actually, like, you know, like, put our banner up and, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's going to be good. Um We'll most likely be doing more of an earlier spot in the night. Um, Which is fine, because we'll totally just take that spot and rock it. Yeah, but Ben's been letting me help him put together the lineup for it. So um, we've got a couple good bands signed on already, and we're waiting on one more. Um, Who is it? I'm not going to say anything until they confirm or not. Oh, fine. And Tony's hasn't announced the show yet even, so we can't really talk about that. But... The cool thing was it was a two-day event for Strong Against Cancer, and by the end of the first night, we had done around $2,300 that yeah. everyone had raised, mm-hmm. and by the end of the second night, it was right around five. Yeah. But the Saturday show is all day long. 
Oh, it is. So we raised almost as much as the Saturday show on Friday, despite being about oh, nice. four hours shorter. There was some cool. Art, there was an artwork piece there I wanted to buy so bad. I didn't know how much it was, but it was like that alien piece where it's like it was like a sexual alien thing. Oh, that uh, he he was almost like a comic book. Yeah, I wanted that guy. so bad, and then I saw like a cool Deadpool drawing painting on one of the things. Yeah. I'm like, damn it, man. Yeah, they had some cool local artists showing off there, and then they had a bunch of different if kinds. Any- Anybody listens that like draws or does art, you know, it would always be cool for you just to make like a cheeky shenanigans thing, you know, just post it up on the site. If you want to make fun of us in it or have have us be lovers in it, that's fine too. We're we're comfortable with ourselves. (laughs) 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 At least I am. That I posted that picture on our instagram of me grabbing me getting raped i know i know i was raped i'm in the me too movement no i'm gonna start a me three movement (laughs) shut the fuck (laughs) (laughs) okay then let's fucking shout it all that to say yeah we had a good show big thanks to ben for that one and then i also want to shout out marcy um, Marcy Playground? No, Marcy. Uh, I think her last name is Garrett. Dun, um, dun, she dun. she's on. Uh, oh yeah, this week in Seattle Rock. On, yeah, which is another good podcast. And uh, they they shouted us out before that show and played one of our songs on their. Uh, Didn't she on their get show. drunk and take her pants off and run around in the bar? I I don't know. Yeah. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but she also took a lot of pictures and video that turned out pretty good. Yeah. And uh, she she was really supportive of us. I feel like this show that I did. I did a whole of a lot better showmanship than I've ever done in any of the shows that we had in the past. Yeah? Yeah. Were you, like, getting up front with your guitar? I like, was. grinding? I, I, I was. I yeah. Was. I, I, I saw a couple of the pictures. You looked like a real guitar player out there. I was like, finally, you know? <laughs> with your green strings. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. All right, guys. Yep. Uh, so, sorry for the video issues. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, this won't affect you at all, but... Uh, thanks well, for sticking we'll, it yeah. out. We'll still put this on YouTube. It'll just be like a picture of us or something. Yeah, or or just our logo artwork up there or something. So no matter where you're listening, shouldn't really affect it too much, except you don't have to see our which stupid marble shirt I'm wearing today. Yeah. Alrighty then. <laughs> well, thanks for sticking out this uh, audio only episode of Cheeky Snake. Keep on keeping on. I'm my get name in is there. Jesse, aka Random Hero. My name's Punk Ass, aka Get It In There, Nick. And I truly hope that y'all have a consensual day. A consensual day, everybody. Woo! <laughs>